Welcome back to the RMD podcast hosted by me, RMD editor Chris Clow. In this show, we speak with reverse mortgage business leaders, professionals, government officials, and thought leaders to provide listeners with the pulse of the reverse mortgage industry and all of the business and regulatory realities which affect it. In this episode, I'm joined by Garrett Duffy, a reverse mortgage loan originator with Norcom Mortgage, to discuss his recent entrance into the reverse mortgage business, what he's learned from his peers and mentors about the best ways to generate business, how he feels about entering the industry during a time of challenge, and what he took away from the recent National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association annual meeting and expo that took place in Nashville last month. Hope you enjoy it. Garrett, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the RMD podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Chris. It was great to meet you in person last week. Yeah, yeah, of course. A little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Garrett and I met for the first time in person at uh, at Normal Annual in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, which was uh, late October-ish. And, um, and he seemed like he had a pretty fun story to share just in terms of his entrance into the business. And Garrett, I don't need to tell you, especially after rubbing elbows with so many reverse mortgage professionals, there's not an abundance of new people who are coming into this space right now. And no one has a singular path for how they get into it. So tell me a little bit about how you got into the reverse mortgage business. Sure. My background is in the harmonica. I was a harmonica player, a full-time harmonica player for seven years out of college. I had a business degree. I was in a band. We traveled the country. And behind the curtains, I was the businessman. I always loved business. I loved doing the booking of the shows and the merchandise and just keeping everything moving forward because a band is a business. So from there, I got to the point where I met a wonderful woman who is now my wife and the band was kind of trailing off. We didn't want to spend our whole lives in on the road. So we kind of all were deciding that it wasn't, it wasn't something we wanted to do forever. So the timing was perfect for me. I met my, my wife and I got a, a, a big boy job and I started working as, as a sales person for um, actually a promotional product company. And I kind of cut my teeth and learned sales. And then I got into the mortgage industry about six and a half years ago. And I started as a forward mortgage loan officer. And then I met a, a wonderful person about three and a half years ago. He's the godfather of reverse mortgage sales training, John Luddy. And he turned my mind onto reverse. At first, I, I said to myself, I don't want to touch that. I don't know anything about it. And then he, he sat with me for an hour and the light bulb went off and it's been smooth sailing ever since. So I absolutely love, love this space and am dedicated to it. Well, I, I can certainly attest to the rhetorical power that John Luddy wields. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's kind of legendary in the reverse mortgage space. But tell me a little bit more about your perceptions of reverse before you spoke to him. Because I, think, I feel like people are kind of all over the place when it comes to the, the ideas that they have cultivated about reverse. What were yours? Sure. My initial thought was that they were bad. And if you ask me why they were bad, I had no idea. So that's why I had the initial hesitation. I talked to John about it and I said, here's, here are my thoughts. And he said, okay, that's fine. Well, here's, here's some facts. 
And that's how I start every conversation now. When I I am a champion of the industry. Anyone I meet, I tell them I re, I'm a reverse mortgage lender and I'm proud. And they generally look at me with a little they look at me a little weird and then I say, "I understand if you have any reservations, just ask me questions. I'm here to answer answer questions and I'm here to educate." So that was it. It was I had this thing in the back of my head. I don't know where it came from, but didn't think that they were a good mortgage, but now I couldn't think anything differently. It's uh, it's the most amazing amazing product, and more and more people need to know about it. And that's my job, and happy to share some ideas with other other people so that they can do the same. Certainly. Um, is there any particular single idea that John explained to you about the product that? Uh, that helped you to sort of flip that switch, or was it a little bit more gradual? I think it was gradual. The the that mindset was pretty strong, and I don't know why where it came from, but it took it took a good six months of of really learning the product. Knowledge about the product allows you to sell and allows you to be confident, and I believe it takes a long time to truly learn this product. And I think it should take a long time because you need to be truly dedicated to this space so that you're not sending out any incorrect information. But now I'm just, I'm in, I'm a very positive person. And once I learned the facts, it's, I, everyone I talk to, I have a smile plastered on my, on my face, excited to tell them how it truly works. Um, in terms of like the core differences between, uh, primarily working in forward and working in reverse, what are the things that you find most uh, stark in terms of the differences between the two? Sure. The referral sources. Uh, forward mortgage, it's all speaking to realtors. I believe 67% of realtors send the business or the, they send the business to the loan officer and 67% of the time it closes. So realtors are the way to go if you're doing forward loans. But with reverse, it's attorneys, CPAs, other mortgage loan officers, and bankers, meaning branch managers. They run into these situations all the time, but they don't know what to look for. So it's our role as loan officers, reverse mortgage loan officers, to teach them how to identify the reverse mortgage opportunity so they can call me and we can have a meeting and see if it's a good fit. You indicated to me previously that you feel like you have a bit of a different tact when it comes to the ways that you generate business and a lot of it has to do with referral partners. What can you tell me about that? Sure. So I think one, and I've learned a lot of this from John, so I can't say that it's all my thought process, but I'm, I've hit the ground running and I'm meeting with a lot of people that are attorneys, mortgage loan officers, branch managers, and CPAs. Attorneys are my number one referral source. They often don't know how to identify the opportunity. So I've got a list of opportunities that I've put together, and I put it in front of them, and they say, oh, I've got a client that's going through that. I didn't think that a reverse mortgage would be the right solution. So I'm happy to share those with you. Uh, I can do a, a quick rundown of them, but when I sit in front of an attorney, I'm telling, I'm, I'm showing them five or six different scenarios. So the first one would be to fund in-house healthcare. We all know that as you get older, you need help around the house. If you're going to live in your home long term, you're going to need to stay in the home. 
with in-house healthcare. And it's mostly private pay. So how are you going to pay for it? So I'd say that's the number one reason that people are taking out reverse mortgages in in our business right now. Another one would be paying off an existing mortgage, just explaining that you don't have to have your home completely paid off to do a reverse mortgage. The next one would be to get caught up with taxes. So if you have back taxes and you're facing foreclosure or you're going down that road, we can pay off your taxes. We can get you current on your mortgage and we can hopefully give you some additional money to live on, depending on how much equity is in your home. You can also consolidate debt and you can, even for a personal injury attorney, you can have them pay, the client could pay their bills with a reverse mortgage while waiting for a personal injury settlement to close because it generally takes a long time for a personal injury settlement to close. Uh, I'll go through a few more. We've got People with cash flow problems, that obviously is the reason that the product was put put out. Um, a silver divorce that John talks about. Is anyone 62 or older that's getting divorced and is looking to split the equity in their home or at least pay out their ex-spouse? If they go to a bank and try to get qualified, they're generally not going to qualify if they don't have much income or if they don't have great credit. Another one would be spouse passes away and Social Security is reduced. Obviously, if you have two people receiving Social Security and one of them passes away, one of the Social Security goes away. A lot of people think that, that that they get to keep both Social Securities, but if you're living on a fixed income and half of your income goes away, how are you going to stay in your home? How are you going to pay for taxes and insurance? And then a couple other ones would be a HELOC payment. So if you're facing a rising rate environment and your payment is going up and you can't afford it because you're on a fixed income, you go to the bank and try to refinance that and they're going to say, we can't really do much for you. A reverse mortgage is the solution. We can pay off that line of credit, then you no longer have a payment and you can move forward with uh, hopefully some additional money from the reverse mortgage. And then the last one would be buying a home. <laughs> Not many people realize that you can buy a home with a reverse mortgage and their eyes kind of light up. It takes, their their brain does a couple flips before they fully understand how it works. But it's a huge, there's so much solve in this product. And that one's a big one that I think is just going to get more and more popular as, as, the, uh, as people age and they're right-sizing, downsizing, and there's just more people that will need the product. Sure. Yeah. No, that's a really great rundown. And um, I feel like uh, there's potential there for uh, for other people in the business to pay attention to certain referral sources that maybe they have overlooked. Is there any particular uh, discussion that you've had with fellow originators in the space about what works in in what respects for different referral sources, especially when it comes to sort of the things that you just laid down. The nice thing about Nirmala this year, when we we met last week in in Nashville, I this is my first national Nirmala, and I learned very quickly that the reverse mortgage space is a collaborative space. The loan officers are willing to share ideas because anything that I learn from you or you learn from me is going to help the industry. And we all want the industry to do well. There's so much business out there, so much business. And we just need to work together to get these ideas out there so that we bring in more business and everyone will be happy. 
So ultimately what I learned from other loan officers is that there's, there's certain things, there's little fine-tuned things that you can do when you're talking to a borrower or you're talking to a referral source that, that really move the needle. I'm just very excited to continue to, to speak to these different referrals or these different loan officers because we're, we're starting to have, we're, we've developed a relationship very quickly. And now from here, we're going to continue to share ideas, I'm trying to think of some things that, that work well. Uh, I know Lauren Riddick, who is a, a, an amazing human being, he shared when you're meeting with a client to tell them once you've gone through the pro the process and they understand everything and they're balking and they're, they're, they don't know if they should move forward or not. You ask them, what's your plan B? And you just shut up and you just let them talk because generally there isn't another option for a lot of these people, but you need to ask those hard questions so that they truly understand that it's time to move forward. There are a lot of people that could benefit most from reverse mortgages have just been slow to make big decisions throughout their life. And this is one of the last big decisions that they have to make. So as loan officers, it's our job to teach them how the product works, but also help them jump the fence and help them realize that it's time to move forward. There's not another option or this is the best option, but that's on us. We need to learn how to do that tactfully, but also not be afraid to take a big swing and say, this is the option. I I'm telling you all the facts and let's go, let's move forward. So ultimately, there's a lot of things shared and we're going to continue to put together a group of people that will be sharing ideas. So if anyone out there is listening and they have ideas or they're positive people and they want to learn, give me a call, send me an email. My, my phone number is 401-330-7317. And we can share ideas because I'm, I'm an open book. The things that are working for me, I scream them from a mountaintop. I'm not afraid to, to share what's working. So hopefully that's helpful. Sure. Yeah. No, I think, um, I'm, I'm sure that you'll have at least a couple of people take you up on that. Cause like you said, this is a very collaborative industry. I know that people are generally pretty surprised at how collegial it seems to be, uh, when, when they go to something like a conference or, or some other industry event where there's an opportunity for loan originators or brokers or underwriters or whomever to network. Um, there is kind of this mentality of we're all in this together. And I know that that, uh, that, that separates the reverse industry from the forward side in a lot of people's minds, not everybody's, but, but a lot of people's minds. But I have to ask you too, since you are a relatively new entrant in the space, I'm sure that you've heard no shortage of, uh, you know, the realities that the business is facing right now in terms of rates, which it can't do anything about. Of course, it just kind of has to roll with the punches. Um, how has the, the rate environment impacted, uh, you and your business and, um, and, and what's it like to come into the industry during a time like this? I think this is the best possible time to come into the industry. You generally don't want to come into the industry when things are going absolutely insane and things are easy, in my opinion, because if you can make it when things are hard, then you're invincible. And as salespeople, we have a very important role. We have to get up every day, put on our positive hat, and get out there and sell. It does not matter what the market is doing. One of my favorite 
things that John always says, John Luddy, he says that when you put water in a pot of, in, into a pot and you boil the water, if you put an egg in the, in the pot, it hardens. If you put a potato in the water, it softens. So the boiling water is the market. It's going to do what it's going to do. But how are you going to react to the market? I think everyone should be an egg. Everyone should get up every day, be positive, be a hard <laughs> type of person and, and just not worry about what's going on around you because our role is to go out and talk to people. We are so lucky to be able to do what we do. And if we say it's hard right now, talk to someone who's working a minimum wage job, who's working 50, 60 hours a week to keep their family going. We can go out and close two or three loans and we have an absolutely amazing month. So we have an incredible opportunity. We're only scratching the surface of the opportunity of this product. So I don't pay attention to, to the rates. I mean, obviously, sometimes you have to you have to be realistic that, yes, people can't take as, as much money out as they could a few years ago. But that doesn't change the fact that there are millions of people out there that can can and should be helped with this product. So I take the road less traveled and I say, this is life is good. We just need to keep moving and it's only going to get better. Sure. Yeah. I think that's a good attitude to have. You know, it's, it certainly does count for a lot when, uh, when you have to take stock of, of certain challenges and the way that you approach those challenges matters a lot in, uh, in, in terms of how you conduct your business. So I think that there's a lot of people who, uh, who will understand that perspective and, and maybe even share it. So I, thanks for running it down. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and you can't just to mention you, it doesn't matter what the market's doing because our job is the same every day as salespeople. We still need to go out and talk to people every day. So yes, the market's saying one thing in our head, but it doesn't change the fact that we have to do our job every day and the conversation doesn't change. You just, you just need to do more of it. Well, I guess just uh, as, as one last topic of conversation for us, it was your first uh, normal annual meeting and expo. This one took place as we talked about before in Nashville. Uh, what was that like? Had you gone to a, a bunch of forward conferences? Cause the experience from what I understand is rather strikingly different. Uh, what did you most, uh, absorb and take away from the annual meeting besides the things that you of course just talked about in terms of connecting with, uh, with fellow professionals? Well, first of all, the, the industry is much smaller than, uh, the forward industry. So you have the opportunity to shake hands with the market managers, the VPs, the CEOs are walking around. So it's an incredible opportunity as a salesperson to be able to truly talk to the top of the companies and ask them questions or give them feedback. And like I said, it's a very, everyone works together in our industry because we all have a common cause. I would highly recommend all loan officers going to these NERMLA events because it only helps the industry because we really need to be sharing ideas. But ultimately, I just came away extremely motivated and lucky that I get to talk to the people that I get to, including yourself. I've been listening to your podcast for over two years now, and as a new loan officer in the space, 
this podcast allows people to learn the basics, learn intricacies, and just learn how the the mortgage world works, the reverse mortgage world works. So thank you for for what you do, and it was it was great to be able to meet you. I've been listening to you in my car for for over two years, and then I get to meet you in person. So it's very cool. Well, hey, I really appreciate the kind words. Of course, you, you, my my headphones are getting tighter around my head because you're making my head grow a little bit too much. So, but but no, I appreciate it. And you know, obviously, one of the things that we try to do on this show is is give people information that is useful. And I think perspectives like yours are really helpful to sort of get the lay of the land, especially for someone who's coming into the business relatively fresh. So, so I really appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything that I didn't ask you about? Is there anything else that you wanted to communicate to our audience about your entrance into the space or just the way things are? Sure. Yeah. I would like to remind all salespeople to go out and have people say no to you at least 10 times a day. We are in the business of learning how to let no bounce off of you and smile and find a way to ask the next question to the person so that you can keep that conversation going. I even go to Wendy's drive-thru once in a while and I'll ask for a Big Mac just because I know they're going to say no and I'm trying to get used to to people saying no to me. It's a practice that I wouldn't try this with your wife. Don't don't try to get your wife to, to say no to you. But, but as far as just going out and asking people ridiculous questions, it can help you because it once you are not afraid of no, then you're invincible and you can just keep moving moving through it. And they're not saying with reverse mortgages, they're not saying no to you. They're not saying no to their understanding of the product. And I can bet all the money in my bank account that they don't understand the product correctly. And that can be for referral sources or consumers. So our goal is to let people tell us what they think, like how I said at the beginning of the podcast, I thought they were bad. If you would have come back to me and said, okay, well, why? I would have kind of said, well, I don't know. And then that would have given me the ability to launch into the facts on the product. So get out there, be positive. There's only better times to come and the reverse mortgage product will help millions. And I hope that everyone out there will be a part of that journey and always reach out to me with any questions. I'm an open book, happy to help in any way I can. Well, really appreciate you taking the time, Garrett. Thanks for joining us on this edition of the RMD podcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to this episode of the RMD Podcast. Again, a very special thanks to Garrett Duffy for being so generous with his time and discussing his entrance into the reverse mortgage business, as well as some tips and tricks he wants to share with his fellow LOs. For more news and insights on the reverse mortgage industry, be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at reversemortgagedaily.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the RMD Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast content. I'm Chris Clough, and this has been a production of HW Media. The RMD podcast is produced by Elissa Branch. Be sure to come back for an all-new episode very soon. See you next time.